0: Yes, it's the Tromposaurus, the weird, the wicked, the woe-is-me walnut-brain leader of the milk-and-honey preservation. Step lively and listen up, for you are entering the dangerous, uncharted territory of the T-Rump dig. Day 907. Who is my neighbor? The afternoon sun glistened on the backs of the dozen bathing dinosaurs in Liberty Lagoon. It was a community pool of sorts for dinos of all stripes, spots, and other species-based features. There was laughter in the air as old and young alike splashed about carefree. For the moment they were able to set aside their worries of that putrid swamp that had long since poisoned decency, the nearby pull the plug reservoir. They had no idea, of course, that their fun and frolicking days were numbered, as only half a mile away the Ken Cucinelli the new director of Dino Nation Migration, was lumbering down a trail with several Ice Border Cops Dinos and the Media Circus Tops mainstay, the Jake Tapper, in tow. Thanks for inviting me on this run-along, said the Jake Tapper. Don't mention it. Just like the great tex Next divide, we feel it's important to show the Milk and Honey Preservation what a great job we're doing. Excuse me, did you say great job? Okay, so it's been uh, a little suspect, but that's all the Congress K's fault. More exactly, the donkey congress. They want open borders. They want crime. They want to destroy the Dino nation. You do know those talking points are two years old, except that a tear up talking point is like a cockroach. It never dies. Same with his conspiracy theories, evidently. Why can't the teromposaurs get together with the donkey congress and work out a sweeping migration process that gives the 11 million Latino nachos a pathway to joining the milk and honey preservation? What and lose his red rhetoric to divide the Dino nation? The big battle is still fifteen months away. He's just getting started. They crested the a hill overlooking Liberty Lagoon when a troller treaty flew low overhead, letting loose its mind-numbing blast. Squaw progressive conservatives, also known as the fraud squad, go back to where you came from. You know who you are. The AOC, the Ayanna Presley, the Rashid Aliab, and the Ilhad Omar. "'There! I said it! This means you! Go home! Squawk!' The Jake Tapper paused. "'Did I just hear what I thought I heard? Did you hear those four female dinos the T-Rump just outright racially ridiculed?' The Ken Cucinelli pawed his chin. "'I don't know. I don't know.' His nose twitched and a sneer crossed his face. "Uh "'Uh-oh,' thought the Jake Tapper. "'Not the Ken Cucinelli sneer. Things would be going south. Fast.' Look yonder, said the Dino director, our first Dinos to be spotted out in the wild. You're not going to be separating Dino tots from their mothers, are you? Sorry, but I can't discuss operational procedures with you. Since when is family separation an operational procedure? You wanted a new talking point? You got one. Family separation is now an operational procedure. Happy? Ken, a religious Dino friend of mine, told me that the opposite of love is not hate, but fear. Fear is the greatest enemy. Jake, 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 you know that talking point is already taken. The media circus tops are the enemy. I'm beginning to think you don't like me. That really hurts, Ken. Oh, no, I just don't like you when you speak. That's all. The Jake Tapper set his jaw and soldiered on. You called off the previous migration raids two weeks ago because there were leaks you said may endanger your rice border cops Dinos, but the T-Rump told everyone today was the day. And you're still going ahead with the raids? Okay, so last time we told him everything, and he blabbed everything. This time we only told him half the stuff. It's not too tough staying ahead of him. The Ken Cuccinelli turned to his Dino forces. Tails up, ice! Let's roll! A moment later, they had Liberty Lagoon surrounded. It all happened so fast. The tail-snapping, teeth-gnashing, drool-dripping ice border cops thundered down, ringing the lagoon before a Dino tot could say, One-two patty-cake splash! Ken Cuccinelli gave his long tail an authoritative swish. All right, everybody, out of the pool. Soon a dozen dripping, droopy-tailed dinos stood on the shoreline. The dino director looked them up and down. Hmm, some of you look familiar. I mean, a lot of you do. Okay, listen up. This may not impact you, but if you are an illegal migrant dino, you don't have a chance of making it in this dino nation, even if my ancestors did. Jake's too. He nodded to the Jake Tapper. Who wished he hadn't? i don't know who all here is illegal or not we don't have that kind of organizational capability yet so i'll be calling out various sub-families and when you hear yours be honest now i need you to step forward whereby you will be unceremoniously hauled off to return from whence you migrated again i said unceremoniously so there will be no crying and no whining i hate whining i get enough of that at home now then let's begin listen up for your sub-family the dripping dinos held their collective breaths. All right, I'll use speedy uberitzkis. You up and at em barista pastries. Idling checker cabbies. Step forward. Three dinos advanced from the line. Jose, Margarita, Manuel. Ah, uh, what can I say? Oh, well. The Ken Cuccinelli held up his hands as the three were ushered away by the ice border cops. Okay, if you're a picker-upper, a mop and bucketeer, or a pull-boy toys or us, the T-Rump needs you to come forward now. Three more Dinos advanced. Diego? Mariana? Pedro? Gee, who knew? They were promptly taken away. Where were we? Let's see. Oh, yes. Hotel motellers, nanny sitters, and pooper scoopers. One of each stepped off the line. Carmelita? Sofia? Eduardo? This is crazy. Ah, uh, no hard feelings, okay? The trio of illegals were escorted away. Okay, so we have three left. None of you could possibly be. A garden nomi? Indeed, one was. Sorry, Alejandro. What about a row-by-row row picker? One dino stepped forward. Fernando? Really? I'm shocked. The ice-border cops took the two dinos away, leaving one. The Ken Cuccinelli softened. And what sub-family are you, Juanita? I'm a mesusaurus. Bunny, I don't even have that one down. But thanks for helping us out. Rules are rules, you know. But I, I know the Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sorry, Juanita. Wrong department. As the ice border cops led her away, the Ken Cuccinelli turned to the Jake Tapper. I can't get over it. These are all dinos I thought I knew. I saw them every day, living close by. What the hell am I going to do now? Jake Tapper shrugged. There goes the neighborhood. Day 911. THE ILLEGAL CAMPAIGN CONTRIBUTION SCHEME. THWACK! The bloodied carcass of an in and out burglarus hit the cave wall and slid slowly down to the ground. The tosser of said main entree, the William Barr, stared daggers at it, his chest heaving as he struggled to catch his breath. His Dino Doc had warned him about throwing large food items. What's wrong, dear? his wife of forty-six years asked. I thought you liked the In-N-Out Burgess. Lucky for us, it ran through the neighborhood, right through. Took me an hour to corral it. But she knew it wasn't the In-N-Out Burgerus. Her eyes followed her husband's, both lingering on the wall, and the lines of blood from the carcass slowly running down to the floor of their quaint, full, cretaceous decor dino den. How was she going to get that out? The point of impact looked vaguely like a tea-rump meltdown. Perhaps it was an omen. Her grandmother had warned her about dinosaurs rising too fast to the top of the food chain. Predators are always looking to take you down if you were to believe the cries of, "'Send her back! Send her back!' that rang long and loud over the pull the plug reservoir last night. She stifled a shiver and turned to her husband, the Milk and Honey Preservation's Dino Attorney General. "'Another tough day at the office? I'm doomed. We're doomed.' That didn't sound good. She didn't like being doomed.' This was such a nice neighborhood. Maybe it was just his ulcer acting up. She prided herself on being a good listener. That, and knowing that as his wife, she'd never be called upon to put him in the solitary sinkhole. Tell me all about it. I-I just can't believe it, after all I've done for the Tromposaurus. She stopped from saying, let me count the ways. She knew her husband would, and he did. I made them all wait for the Muller-Savus report so I could whitewash the walnut-brained. Then I pushed him back a week, and I told his minions I'd step on them if they made so much as a peep. I've ignored the subpoena source on the census brouhaha, told every Dino to stonewall, and am about to be held in contempt. Don't they know you're the law of the land? You kissed a lot of Dino butt to get where you are. I ended the hush mula mula investigation. Ended it. I stopped them cold with their interviewing process and told the judge not to release the seventeen smudged footprints in the sand. You remember the Michael Cohen search warrants? And what happened? He released them, every last one. Said the Dino Nation had to see them. Something about every Dino having an opportunity to scrutinize them. But I thought you were the only Dino allowed to mm-hmm, scrutinize. So did I. These judges are killing me. But I got em Oh, I got em good. They wanted footprints in the sand. That's what they got. 900 footprints in the sand, Christine. 900. The Muller report was only 450 footprints. Only a few Dinos read that. "'No Dino has the time for nine hundred footprints. "'Only thing is, the initial report was just over one hundred footprints, "'so I repeated the warrants eight times. Ha! "'But if you repeated the unsmudged seventeen footprints eight times, "'won't that make them easier to find?' "'Hmm. Never thought of that. "'That's why I'm here. Okay, go ahead and tell me. How bad is it?' "'His lower lip moved over his upper lip and threatened to engulf the tip of his nose. "'She'd once thought it adorable. Not today.' It's bad. Rabid raptor bad. I don't know how I'm going to drag the Dino's open jaw through this. Why don't you start at the beginning? So he did, weaving a sordid, scandalous tale that would surely rock the T-Rump inner circle to its mostly acting designated core. About a month before the T-Rump came to power in the November battle, the Stormy Daniels' legal Dino, the Keith Davidson, told the Michael Cohen that the Stormy Daniels was going to tell the media circus tops about her bungle in the jungle with the T-Rump. Monogamy was still a good look for a Dino leader, but running a clean battle campaign remained more so. The Michael Cohen began communications with the Keith Davidson and the David Pecker and his assistant, the Dylan Howard, both Media Circus Tops gossip mongers and the Hope Hicks begatrix. On October 8th, she spoke to the Michael Cohen for the first time in weeks. Soon after, the T-Rump joined them. This was the first time the T-Rump is referred to by name and not Dino Number 1. Ten minutes after the meeting... Hicks and Cohen spoke again briefly. Immediately following their meeting, the Michael Cohen met with the David Pecker twice in 15 minutes and once with Dylan Howard. Shortly after meeting with Howard, Cohen visited Hicks for two minutes, then briefly with the David Pecker. Three minutes later, the Michael Cohen called upon the T-Rump. The Dylan Howard visited the Michael Cohen twice more within the hour, finally telling Cohen, The Keith Davidson will do it. Let's reconvene tomorrow. Hush, Moola Moola is a fly-by-night, multi-Dino shot in the dark. The Keith Davidson contacted the Michael Cohen the next day, saying, if we're going to close this deal, it needs to be today. Unfortunately, some dinos find it hard to part with their mula mula. Five days later, the Michael Cohen told the David Pecker they needed to talk. The Michael Cohen was doing his best to arrange for the mula mula, but four days later, on October 17th, the Stormy Daniels and the Keith Davidson were one pair of anxious dinos just waiting to spill the beans if they didn't get their mula mula by the end of the day. This set off a flurry of Dino activity. The Dylan Howard told the Michael Cohen that the Stormy Daniels was planning to take her story to the Media Circus Top's subfamily, the Daily Mail. The next day, another Media Circus Top's subfamily, the Smocking Gun, mentioned the bungle in the jungle, but the Stormy Daniels had refused to comment. It was another week, October 25th, before the Let's Make a Deal Dinos dove back into negotiations. Dylan Howard told the Michael Cohen, You need to speak with the Keith Davidson urgently on the matter, or it could look awfully bad for everyone. The Michael Cohen and the Keith Davidson spoke twice that night. The next morning, the Michael Cohen called upon the T Rump. Twice. Shortly thereafter, the Michael Cohen found one hundred thirty thousand Moola Moolah leaves on the banks of the Pool de Flood reservoir. He told the regulatory reptiles it was for some much needed renovations to his Dino nest. On October 27th, the Michael Cohen made the 130 large Moola Moola payment to the Keith Davidson. The following morning, the Michael Cohen spoke with the T-Rump. The T-Rump's legal dino then went back to the Keith Davidson. Cohen said, I hope we are good. Davidson replied, I assure you, we are very good. Later that day, the Michael Cohen spoke with the Hope Hicks' bag of tricks. Mission accomplished. Almost. One bungle in the jungle down, one to go. The T-Rump's affair with the Karen McDougall. A week later, on November fourth, just three days before the November Battle Royale, the Media Circus Top's veteran, the Wall Street Journal, was about to go public with a story about the David Pecker shielding the T Rump from allegations that a playmate push, the Karen McDougal, had also partook with the T Rump in the dirty Dino ding a ding ding. The Wall Street Journal said that the David Pecker had agreed to pay the Karen McDougall to bury her story. Her legal dino? Why the Keith Davidson, of course. Your one night stand, one stop shop. Operation No Looky No Nooky Part 2 scrambled into action. The Michael Cohen met with the Dylan Howard, the David Pecker, and the Keith Davidson. Before and after each of these calls, he met with a Hope Hicks bag of tricks, effectively keeping the T rump apprised of the situation, except that Karen McDougall went into hiding and couldn't be found. That same night, the Dylan Howard reassured the Michael Cohen that things would be okay. The Michael Cohen's only concern was the T rump. He's pissed. Cohen asked Howard if they could all simply deny the Wall Street Journal's story, except there was the David Pecker payment. The Dinos continued their mad dash to the deadline that night. The Hope Hicks begatrix called upon the Michael Cohen. Cohen visited the Dylan Howard. Hicks met Cohen again. Cohen met the David Pecker, and Cohen met Howard. Too late. The Wall Street Journal's footprints were promptly tromped in the sand. Every operation, no looky, no nooky, part two Dino read then analyzed them carefully. Exhausted, they went home to sleep off a dirty job. Almost well done. When they awoke, the Malcolm Cohen met the Hope Hicks begatrix on a nearby hilltop. Cohen told her, Only six media circus tops talking about it so far, getting little or no traction. Hicks was tickled. Keep praying. It's working. Four days later, the Trumposaurus became the leader of the free-running Dino world. Finished, the William Barr slumped back into his squat. That was a lovely story, dear, his wife said i mean the story itself not the fact that every dino now has the chance to read these seventeen footprints in the sand for themselves and make up their own mind in that dreadful court of public opinion she shook her head the hope hicks begatrix such a pretty thing and here she was lying all this time it was the dino attorney general's turn to sigh we're all lying dear we're all lying join me next week for more incredible adventures here at the T-Romp dig somebody get me a diet coker